For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Supercell with Jeff Wilson and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yeah, this is Super South, Ricardo Ball and Jeff Wilson with you. G'day Goldie, how's the, uh, how's the week been, mate? Well, it's not so super yet. <laughs> that's no, the challenge, South it's not so super. super, but that's all right. We've got plenty of time. We've got what plenty we, of time. What we have established that is that you wearing the jersey isn't the curse. That's not the problem. Yep, um, so the jersey's back on. So the jersey's right. back on, but it is, um, like I said before the break, it's the Gordon Hunter Memorial this week against the Blues, you know, the great man. Uh, I was fortunate enough to play for Gordy uh, when he coached um, Otago and, and, uh, and down in the Highlanders. So for me, it's um, you know, it's a special week uh, to remember Gordy um, for a generation of players that I think were part of something really special, and they're going to have to call on that sort of spirit, you know, uh, to to turn things around from an 0-3 start. Um, particularly after a weekend, they didn't um, they didn't perform anywhere near their potential, you know, and that's frustrating as a team, as a coach, and. I say I'm looking forward. We've got Gareth Evans coming on, um, who's been there and, and, and been part of a successful Highlanders environment, and hearing what he's got to say. So, how's the start of the week been? Well, I'm just I'm building up my hope nicely, and I'm going to come Friday night. We were at QBE Stadium up on North Harbour uh, when the uh, Highlanders come to town and take on the Blues. Uh, we'll see whether or not they can turn things around. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, and that's got to be the worry for for Brownie too, for Tony Brown, is that you know we saw signs against the Crusaders that I thought things were, were okay. I thought we saw signs against the Chiefs in week one. Things were okay last weekend. Oh, it was ordinary. I mean, both teams were ordinary. It was like, uh, you know, winning that game was like winning the tallest dwarf competition. It wasn't great, was it? Yeah, and I got the late call-up to be the sideline commentator, and uh, it was a tough 80, you know. And, and yeah. look, uh, these games, and this is what I think is, is quite difficult for a lot of these teams, is when you go and knowing that, one, you could win and you probably should win. You're good enough to win these games. And it seemed to me that both teams got really tight and they ended up forcing everything. Every part of the game they forced it. You know, they were throwing forward passes. They were giving away penalties. They were making errors, making mistakes, kicking the ball, not just out on the full, into the stands. And so that's a good effort in, at uh, Sky Stadium in Wellington. So, you know, I, I think in the end, look, it was 21 to 14 and the quality of rugby from both sides, they'll be disappointed. And the Hurricanes as well. But the Hurricanes had some different challenges and did a great job, and they responded. And, you know, if, if you go back and look at the match, you know, the, the Highlanders had plenty of opportunity. Um, they weren't able to capitalise again, and they missed three or four really key tackles, which was, resulted in the opposition scoring. So, you know, I look at all of it, and, and you sort of just got to, OK, put it in perspective, look at it as a bad day at the office, but they can't afford to have too many more of those because you're not going to win games um, in the competition playing like that. No, especially when, you know, you're in this um, competition at the moment where you're just playing all the other New Zealand teams in Moana Pacifica. Um, you know, they've got the Blues this weekend, and, you know, the Blues might have got out of jail against uh, the Chiefs a little bit at the end there with Gatlin missing the kick, but... I mean, really, they did enough in that game and probably enough in the game against the Canes to have won both those games handily. So if you're not on against the Blues, they could put you away pretty quickly. They could, but by the same token, they've shown that they'll open a door for you. And so you've got to be prepared to, to, to walk through that door if they do so. And we shouldn't forget, though, the Highlanders 
have been in the fight in all three games, and it hasn't been a blowout in the scoreboard. It's maybe looked really ugly, but there has been a point that's been right there within seven points. And so that, that's critical that they... The easy thing would be to look at all of the, the, the areas where you're going, gosh, we weren't, as, we weren't good enough in that. We weren't good enough there. But there was enough to say, well, we're still playing as poorly as we did and to be within striking distance. And so, you know, that's something the Blues will be aware, uh, aware of. The Blues have shown, you know, um, they're going to have some challenges themselves this week with, uh, in the midfield. Uh, who's going to play at 12, um, given the injuries they've, they've suffered. And they themselves, two weeks in a row, one, they did give away, and two, they almost gave the other one away. So these are all the things that I think the Highlanders fans we can hold on to is that they come here to Auckland. And, and you know, we've performed pretty well. In this, and like I say, when you've got a motivator like um, the Gordon Hunter Memorial, that can just add that little bit of a boost. Yeah, well, I, th- I think if if you're going to hand out a man of the match for the Highlanders in that game, it'd have to have been t- uh, Thomas Umanga Jensen. Wouldn't it? Oh, awesome. Really, really powerful. Really strong. Did some really, really good things. Been some big raps on this um, young man, and he's got a couple of games under his belt. You know, And, and my, my biggest hope is that he continues to get more and more time. And he, you know, he's in, in previous seasons, I'll touch wood, he's just had the odd little niggle, which has is, which is ended up him uh, losing chances and not getting consistent time, where he is a big body. He was hard to handle. Um, he looked a threat every time he had it, and they can they can certainly build in and in and around that, you know. But there were there are other areas where their players will get will get better, um, you know. Um, you know, Falal Fakatava will be better for the forty minutes he had. Um, I'd expect to see Aaron Smith starting this week once again. Uh, but they've got some power in the midfield. Um, they've certainly got Shannon Frizzell working really really hard, and, uh, and and some of their parts of their game, their scrum's been pretty good. So, like I say, the, the pieces the pieces of the puzzle, Ricardo. They sort of seem to be there at the moment. It's just not coming together, and um, they're making errors because I think they're forcing it. You know, which is which is hard because you know you, you start. It's hard to not be aware of what's happening around you. You know, they've got to, you've got to lead the scoreboard, right? You've got to, and you've got to lead the table. You've got to leave those games. You can't that you can't change those. You've got to focus on what's coming up. I mean, if there's going to be changes to the side uh, to the fifteen from last week to this week. Um, I, uh, and where do you think it will be? Uh, I mean, if I was looking around, and I know it's tough because he's on the wing, but Liam uh, Coombs-Fabling didn't have a great game. Missed a couple of chances, dropped a couple of balls, missed a couple of tackles. And I know he doesn't see a lot of the balls, so you notice him because he tend to be in one-on-one situations. But, I mean, he, I would imagine, is probably not going to be in this 15 this weekend. Uh, I mean, what about your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, it was a tough afternoon in some ways. He still did some really positive things. Unfortunately... The couple of mistakes he made were glaring. You know, they, they, they were impactful. You know, and look, this is you got to remember, this is his first game. So you know, you kind of sometimes expect guys to come out there and be superstars. We, we know Masisi um, Darwai um, had a challenge in his first game down in, in Queenstown against the Chiefs. You know, he had some struggles. So I think they may make a change on 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 the wing. Um, you know, I expect Aaron Smith to start again at uh, at halfback. Whether or not they look for a change, look, they lost James Lynch's late. Um, going into it, so Hugh Renton ended up playing at seven, um, and so they didn't. Whether or not um, he's going to recover, uh, I wait to be seen. But once again, I thought Manaki Selby Rickett took a big step forward uh, in, in what he was doing. And, and look, like I say there was some big shifts from some guys up front. And to to be fair, um, you know, for for Ethan De Groot, it's another step forward in getting some some minutes under his belt. You know, um, you know, he 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 looks as though he just needs to get uh, just needs to get more time. So. And once again, like I say, there's only seven points in it. So you, you, can, you can get carried away, but when you know you can be so much better, 
um, pretty important. Yeah, indeed. It is seven past seven here on Super South. Ricardo Ball and Jeff Wilson with you. When we come back, uh, we're going to welcome in uh, Gareth Evans from the Highlanders. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Super South, talking the Highlanders rugby with Jeff Wilson and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. It is 12 past 7 here on Super South. Ricardo Paul, Jeff Wilson with you. And uh, joining us now from the Highlanders is number eight, Gareth Evans. G'day, Gareth. How are you doing? G'day. How's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Good, good. How you? Uh, how's the body feeling after uh, that ding-dong at the cake tin? Yeah, it was a bit of a scrappy affair if uh, everyone's probably tuned in and seen it. So, um, no, the body's not too bad. We're just uh, looking forward to this weekend, really. Um, short turnaround, so no better for us after a loss like that. Yeah, let's talk about that, Gareth. Look, 21-14 on the scoreboard. I mean, is that what it felt as you were playing with it? You put in a big shift in the game. Um, but when you look back at it, um, how frustrating was that a performance to have put together? Yeah, it was a really frustrating performance in terms of uh, playing playing so good as a team the week before for 70 minutes against Crusaders. Um, look, we, 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 we know it's not battle stations or crisis point, but look... Um, if we're losing by seven points and we're turning the ball over 21 times, um, you're going to get put away from good teams. And I think we just, we've got the answers within our circle. We just need to be better and more clinical around ball position. All right, then. So what's the plan? I mean, you've got all that sort of experience to call on. Um, you know, you've come into this environment. You've had success before with the Highlanders when they've won a title. What is it that you find is the best way when you do get these challenges as a senior player? What's the best way for you guys to make adjustments? I think uh, for us as a group, we just need to look within and um, the answers are within the circle. Um, We need to build pressure through holding the ball um, and phases in the game plan and put teams under pressure like that. And um, at the moment, we're just sort of uh, taking the pedal off the gas, um, whether that's dropping the ball or turning the ball over in other teams' red zones. And and against good teams, you can't really afford to do that. So um, I think this week our main sort of focus point is just actually building pressure through phases and um, a real emphasis on our skill set. It's interesting you say that because, like you say, you've had 26 opportunities the first three games in the red zone and just four tries. I mean, what is it? Is it is it patience? Is it accuracy? Is it option taking? Is it a combination? Or is it the fact that maybe, maybe you just haven't quite unlocked all your strengths just yet? Yeah, I think the, the um, excitement and everything's there. I think just the option taking around, um, you know, Running a down line or just going through going through our pack and, and um, creating another phase of pressure, and um, either we get under advantage or something like that. We're just a bit keen at the moment, and um, we're probably going a little bit individual. Um, the effort's definitely there. Um, we've just got to execute better in that red zone. What about uh, how the how the squads, um, you know, taking this? I mean, obviously you've you've been. I, I, I feels like you've been unlucky. You've been there or thereabouts each of the first three games of the season. What are the, what are those conversations in the sheds like, and 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 on those Monday meetings? Um, look, I think the the boys um, first and foremost have a good look at their own game in the mirror and um, just see where we can we can be better. Um, like we look at the Crusaders game, we. We went so well for sort of 69 minutes and then just a couple of decisions and uh, things around our performance in our game we didn't quite execute. And when the pressure builds against those good teams, um, they can put you to the sword. But um, for the game in the weekend, we just we just took the, the, the pressure off ourselves, really. So just unforced errors and 
and um, just some things around that game we're going to tweak this week and um, just hopefully treasure that nut a bit better. Are you looking forward to that challenge? I mean, this is the Gordon Hunter Memorial Trophy against the Blues um, coming up into Auckland. It is it is one of the great challenges in Super Rugby, right? When you head north, they're a team that have started with some real positive vibes in around them. They've picked up a couple of injuries. I mean, you, you look at this game, what does the Gordon Hunter mean for you? What have, What's the experience been like when you've approached playing the Blues? Yeah, look, it's, it's always touched on at the start of the week. Um around Gordy Hunter and what he did for the Highlanders and and also um, when when he was down in Dunedin um, coaching and then obviously went up to Auckland to coach and what he's done for both franchises. So um, he, he's, a, he's a bit of a man mountain and he was a great coach and, and got the best out of players. So, um, look, we're going to go out there this weekend and... Um, and do everything we can to try and get that result and right a few wrongs. How much is it sometimes, you know, it, it seems as though, you know, sides, when you get into these matchups, you can t- get a little bit of tight, you get a little bit tight. Um, do you need to maybe call on the spirit of Gordy, where it's the fact that you guys maybe need to play with a little bit more freedom and maybe a little bit more trust? Yeah, I, I, it's it's a double-edged sword, that one. Um, yeah. We've, you know, we've we've been playing with a bit of flair, but we just can't quite execute in terms of, ball retention, so maybe it is taking a step back, but then, then it's a tough one because that's not really Highlanders footy. We like to throw the ball around. So um, I think everyone's had a good hard look at themselves and um, know where we need to be better. We think the answer's within the room and um, we've just got to go out there on Friday and have some fun and um, get the enjoyment back and um, no better challenge than for the Gordie Hunter, really. Just lastly from me, mate, you, you talked about the, the enjoyment. In terms of you being back at the Highlanders, you had a couple of seasons, three seasons there with the Hurricanes. Are you enjoying being back in Dunedin? Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a good environment, and, and um, you know we, we're a good good bunch of blokes, and we're just searching for that um, first win. Um, I don't think we're far away, but uh, look, he, he, you have a few lo- losses, and the crows come out. So <laughs> yeah. look, we're just trying to, we're trying to keep those at bay, and um, yeah, it's it, it's a great team environment. We've just got to we're searching for that first one. I mean, there, were, there were positives that come out of that game. I thought Thomas Umanga Jensen was fantastic for for a start, and I think the tight five are going pretty well as well this weekend against the Blues. I mean, looking at your position and, and your your opposite Hoskins Satudu, uh, what do you make of that Blues three, loose three against uh, the uh, the Chiefs last weekend? Yeah, look, they're, they're pretty. They've got three big athletes in their loose forwards. You know, they all they've got great ball skills and things like that. So. Um, Look, I've actually been pretty impressed with our set piece the first uh, three weeks of the comp. So if we can keep that on, um, we're going to give the guys like Thomas Umunga Jensen the best chance to show their colours. All right, Gareth, mates. I'm going to be at the ground. I've got to put up with JK in my ear. <laughs> Mate, let's let's knock this one out and make that post-match my favourite one of the season when he has to stand there and take it. Okay, good luck, travel well, and we'll see you at QBE Stadium on Friday night. Cheers, Goldie. Thanks very much. I <laughs> know oh, uh, it's going to be tough work if a JK mate. starts going. I know it's going to be hard. Uh, look, Gareth's been a great addition, Ricardo, um, into that squad. I think we're really lucky to have him given the scenario and situation we're in right now. Great versatility. Uh, I'm grateful he got to play a, a game for uh, the All Blacks. He played against Japan. Um, you know, he's a quality guy, and that's the sort of experience they're going to have to call on um, when they come up against um, come up against the Blues. But his versatility, um, he's an impactful player. And as you can tell there, there's really a real maturity and leadership. So he'll have them ready to go, I'm sure. What do you think's going to happen this weekend uh, in terms of how the Blues set up? I mean, obviously, Thomas Umunga Jensen, I've mentioned a couple of times now, uh, he really dented the line 
uh, for them. And if uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek isn't fit, and we're going to see need a different 12 in there from a Blues point of view, uh, I don't think Harry Plummer's probably that player. Not for fifty, uh, not for you know eighty minutes. They're both uh, who out. Do you, who do you put in there? They're both out. They're not available this week. So, you know, that's an area where I'm sure uh, Liam McDonald's looking at it and going, "What is it? The challenges that I'm going to feel and face through there?" And you know, uh, expectations are we're going to see Bowden Barrett start, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's the reality. Um, their options in the midfield throughout their squad, you know, um, whether or not that they've got some got the guys like obviously Rico, um, Bryce Heem, um, you know, they've got the um, Talia's there, I think as well. So they've actually got some guys who can fill that spot. Um, but it's just whether or not they don't have any time together, right? <laughs> they just mm-hmm. haven't had that experience together. But, you know, they've played some really good footy. That was a good game against the Chiefs. Good contest, went right down to the wire. They were probably just marginally the better team. The bounce of the ball went against them a couple of times. You know, they suffered a yellow card. So I look at their group and you're going, you know what, there's a, a huge amount of potential. And you're adding in Bowden Barrett. We, we shouldn't forget that. Um, Stephen Pettafetta had his best game, I believe, in a Blues jersey in terms of a complete performance. And then the confidence to knock over a sideline conversion. So it's it's a... You know, some things for them, you know, 70 minutes against the Hurricanes and then it disappears. They they, they played well enough to win and then they gave the Chiefs an opportunity to steal them late. Um, and Leon McDonald said it. He thought it was going to go over because there had been a number of moments already in his coaching career. But this might be the the, the catalyst for them. Um, you know, I see some bodies floating around. Carl Tunukawafa, he's at training, whether or not he comes in. This is going to be a good Blues team. But in saying that, you know, that... that They've shown there's a vulnerability there, you know. There's shown the fact that they're they're maybe a little bit nervy. Um, Bowden Barrett take care of a bit of that um, and his composure, but you know you've got you've still got to like what you saw from some of their some of their key players. Um, but the best team will win. You know, it won't be a bunch of it won't be an indiv- individuals. The best team will win. I tell you what, Caleb Clark's looking dangerous as well. You know, looking really really sharp. Um, he's going to be a great finisher for the rest of the season. I hope he stays healthy and. And good Nick. So yeah, look, there's they're gonna. This is a good Blues team, right? Yeah, it's a good Blues team. All right. What 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 do you think then? And and I, you know, I'm not a big fan of putting square pegs in round holes. But if you're in the situation the Blues are in at the moment, what about Peter Feta to twelve and, and Zan Sullivan back in at fifteen? Yeah, it's an option. But but if there's some big bodies coming through that inside channel, um, you know, and and Umanga Jensen was up against a couple of big bodies in Wellington against the Hurricanes, and he. He took some real yards and meters and, and made a couple of clean line breaks, you know. So I think they'll be looking to put some size, more size in there. Pirafetta would be an option, um, you know. But but I'd feel for Pirafetta after playing so well at fullback and then asking him to shift positions, you know. I think that would be, I think it would be detrimental for him. You know, you've just done a great job for us. Um, I just think he looked really, really composed. Uh, and then you like you say, you add. Bowden Barrett into the mix and the two of them working together. Um, yeah, there's just I think there's a lot to there's a lot to like about um, you know that combination at ten and fifteen. They'll have to look at something though, and and like I say, it'll be what changes they decide to make there. I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. Like that, that's you know there'll be their big question mark as well. And 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 the thing is though, you don't look at a short term fix here, right? Mm. Because you know it looks as though they could be a little bit longer than maybe one week. You know. Um, that, that's the impression I'm getting in and around those injuries. So, you know, and, and when you're talking shoulders, you do not want to rush those back.
No, you don't. You don't. Uh, well, what about for the Landers then? Um, I mean, obviously they're they're zero and three at the moment. You don't want to be zero and four. Is this must win <laughs> no. territory? Uh, it's not must win territory, but you know it. it it comes down to this early in the season, putting yourself in a position where when you're on the table as you start working your way through it, you you want your destiny in your own hands. And this is probably having to play all of these games against New Zealand teams is a, was always going to be a challenge for the Highlanders, you know. Um, and so they need to, to, to get their season started. And it's how you do that and, and who you get that, that performance against. And coming up to Auckland and getting it now, expecting it to get it in Auckland against the Blues... You know, this this is one of those games, though, right? All of a sudden, you one and three, but it's a big win, like a massive win in the context of your season. Um, so, I mean, if if I, if I was them, uh, you know, I, I think, like I was just looking, actually, I was looking at the midfielders. Uh, Taniella Talia is there, right? So he's an option for the Blues. I'm just sort of, I was just looking and turned around and had a look to see who they've got available. And you know, you've still got plenty of size and the likes of of AJ Lamb floating around. And and so I got, I think they'll find an option if you're the Highlanders. In some ways, you've got to give. You might make a change on the wing, um, you know. Um, and and Masisi Dawai may be an option. He might get an opportunity to start there. Uh, of course, Josh Team who's out injured, and he showed some really good signs. Really did like some decisive play though from Connor Garden Bishop. Thought he looked really really good at fullback. So I'm really hoping that you know they're going to stick with him, uh, stick with him there because I think that's pretty critical. But I mean even. I mean, like I say, at the start of the season, this is this is the the uh, caps you were looking at. I mean, Villamoni Karoya, um, a couple of Islanders caps. Uh, Sam Gilbert had played a few, you know, he'd played a few games. Um, Connor Garden Bashit the same. Like Josh Timmer Musasudawai <laughs> played none. You know, like this is a really inexperienced back three, and they're going to have to learn very very quickly how to be effective at the next level. But you know, I, I don't expect to see any changes. The one that thing they could do, and it's a risk, is. You know, you could start Marty Banks at fullback, or Mitch Hunter fullback. You know, uh, Marty Banks at ten and Mitch Hunter fullback. That we've seen them do that before when Josh Uwani was in Dunedin. That's possibly a, an option um, between those two guys. And Connor Garden Bashup could go to the wing. That's a, a combination they might look at. Um, uh, so I think that, and I, I expect to see Aaron Smith starting. Um, yeah, look. Uh, same thing. It's whether or not James Lynch comes back. I, I, you know, like I say, I, I Brownie will have to look at the guys once again. I, set piece been pretty good. Scrum's been pretty good. Lineout's been pretty good. Jermaine Ainsley's doing a great job. You know, Liam Coltman's still been really solid. It's not like they're getting blown off the park, and so that's where I think they can take some um, confidence from. And, and Gareth Evans said it right. What do he say? Twenty, twenty-seven turnovers. Mm. You know, errors. Like I mean, you're not going to win a game of footy. I mean, if you would look at if if, if they said to you, "We're going to make twenty-seven errors," what do you think the score will be? It wouldn't be twenty-one to fourteen. You know, you wouldn't be thinking that. So, once again, I'm doing all sorts here to work my way around to find a way that the Highlanders <laughs> can pluck up some confidence and courage, which I think they'll have as courage, and and they'll come together as a, as a group. Yeah, all right. Well, let's get your picks then. Uh, obviously, the first game of the weekend is Blues-Highlanders, so there's no point asking you that question. No, I'm going to uh, take the Highlanders, but, but like you say, this is, the, that's going to be, this is going to be one of their toughest challenges of the week, of the, of the year. Uh, the Rebels host the Brumbies. Uh, Rebels are pants, aren't they? Uh, yeah, let's just, let's just talk about the Brumbies and say no more. And say the Brumbies <laughs> and say no more. Uh, Canes versus Moana Pacific. Uh, look, I think the Canes are riding a good wave at the moment. Um, Moana Pacifica will have to back up, but I think they will back up. 
I think they'll come and bring um, real energy once again. Uh, but this will be a strong Hurricanes team. They'll put together... A, a, the interesting one for me is, is uh, where Artie Savia sits because, you know, he's. I think he's played three 80s in a row. He has, yeah. Uh, I thought some, you know, the players were had to have a graduated return in terms of minutes. For So whether or not he's out there again, whereas we've seen a lot of the All Blacks coming back of all sort of had either 60 or 80, the total minutes has been controlled. So I'm interested in that one, whether or not they may be looking at this game and going, you know what, we're going to give him a rest. But the one thing about Artie is he won't want a rest. He's in such good form. Um, he's been inspirational. But I, I think I look at that and I'm still I'm still certainly going to pick the, um, the Hurricanes. Yeah, all right. Uh, Crusaders Chiefs, probably the hardest pick of the weekend. Yeah, this is this is a tough pick. Um, Richie Moonga, I expect to be back starting at, um, at 10 for the Crusaders. Um... Chiefs have been very, very good. I'm thinking for me, though, I'm still... The Crusaders are at home at Orange Theory Stadium. You don't win out of there in turn. The Chiefs have gone in there and troubled them from time to time. Uh, there are some seriously good matchups in this game, right? Wow. Yeah. I mean, this is... I mean, uh, uh, Cody Taylor, Samasone Takeoho, uh, um, uh, Brody Retallick versus any of, the, any of the locks, Barrett or Whitelock. You know, I, I just think there's some great matchups. We've got, we've got four all-black midfielders that are going to go head-to-head, right? That's going to be some sort of game. I think that's one you you will not want to miss this weekend. No, indeed. Uh, and uh, Crusaders just uh, Reds Drua. The Reds get this done. Yeah, the Reds get it done, but um, they'll they'll be a spirited uh, Drua performance once again if they haven't had uh, celebrated their first win too long and too heavy in Australia. <laughs> if they've just maybe buttoned it back. We spoke to Mick Byrne on uh, on the breakdown on Sunday night, and he was obviously really thrilled with the, them getting off the mark. Um, but they know they've got plenty of work to do against the top sides. But the Reds will get that done. The Reds are, I think, clearly the... Uh, them and the Brumbies are clearly the top two sides in Australia. The Reds look good. And the uh, Waratahs uh, force last game on Sunday. Uh, the force of Niggly. Force and Niggly. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to reserve for my online picks. I'm going to, I'm going to wait. I'm going to work through the course of the week. But for, for the conversation here, and I know the Waratahs are at home, I, I should, they should win this game. But I'm going to pick the force <laughs> just because. I'm just, you know, there's a few Kiwis in there I like. Tony Pulu's playing. Is, is Richard Kahui still there? I yep, think he Kahui's is, right? Still there. He's still there. How's he still playing? I don't know, 47. With, with, with those shoulders, how's he still playing? <laughs> out on the wing, mate. Out on the wing. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's at 12. I think he's getting closer to the action. What's up with that? I don't know. It's a, it's a worry. It's a worry. This has been Super South. Uh, Ricardo Bull, Jeff Wilson with you. Cheers, Goldie. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, come on now. One and three. One and three. One and three. One and three. <laughs> Chiefs Marder up next here on SCNZ. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.